Okay. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. I'm Mike, and welcome to Afterlife, episode 34. And, oh my god, we're back. Brother Sister's gonna sing. Okay, I was doing a Backstreet Boys joke there, and uh, that didn't go well. What? I'm not too young for them, but I don't get it. Backstreet's back, alright. What? What? Why? Because I want Why to try something different. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do something different. Yeah, but Mike, what was the reason for Backstreet Boys? Right. Oh my God, we're back again to do a new episode of the podcast. That's a pretty loose connection. Try harder. <laughs> uh, nonsense as usual on this podcast, just like Collider Live. Uh, as you can heard, let me introduce you to my fellow esteemed fellow host of the podcast. Oh, will start off with Kaylin. Hey, Kaylin. Hello. What's yeah, we up? missed you. We missed you. Yeah, I had a screaming baby last week, so you know, priorities, man. Priorities, I tell you, you gotta take care of that baby. Mm-hmm. Take care of her good. And back to back, now we got Sean. Yeah. Although I'm here for the whole episode this time. I'm not just looking in the shadows until somebody <laughs> mentions Joker. Well, yeah. I mean, I can uh, do that, though. If you'd like me to go away. No, 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 no. You're fine, man. Come on. You stay on. There's a lot. To t- I mean, this was a good week at Collider Live, at least. Oh, well, uh, I don't know about that. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we will talk about it. Um, we are covering the week of October 7th all the way to October 11th. Uh, right away. Uh, as you can tell throughout the week, uh, Joker was on the mind because every episode, except for one had a title and, and thumbnail of Joker. Um, so let's just talk about Joker, because last week we talked about it quite a bit, and Sean saw it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I think Monday show, they talked about Todd Phillips commenting about some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, and they they talked about also, like, you know, the box office, how, how well it did, and it's actually... I think pegged to be the top in the box office again this week, even though stuff is yeah. um, premiering this week. Yeah. I, I didn't, yeah. So what did you I, think I, of it? Oh, okay. Are we going straight into that? Yep. Why not? Yep. Right. Go um, for it. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I think it's a very well-made movie. I think it's very well-made. I personally did not like it. Uh, I didn't like the take on the character. What did you... You like it? Um, I still don't know if I yeah, liked it or not. That's fair. That's fair. I have a I have a growing little list of movies that I still don't know if I like them or not. And on that <laughs> list is this movie, Hereditary, Ooh. and Suspiria. Oh no! So, so just kind of bizarre horror realm kind of movies like mm-hmm. it's like that you watch it you're like i can tell this was a well-crafted film i don't know how i feel walking out of it because they all kind of made me feel yucky yeah like when i left but here's the big place where i completely 100 percent disagree with the uh crew of collider live they all said that he's not a sympathetic character um you're oh, not rooting for him all that 
I was so sympathetic with him the entire time. Like mm-hmm. I left that movie thinking this poor guy mm-hmm. was just fucked over by the system. Basically. That, yeah. That's my major issue with the movie. Uh, I, yeah. I thought he was way too sympathetic. I felt that it, it was just like, it, I felt that every time he killed somebody, it was like they were trying to excuse it leading up. They were like, Oh, look how mean they're being to him. Oh, look, they're just being awful. Oh, look, look, everything's so bad for him. And it it works for the character they're trying to do. I don't think that character feels like the Joker, though, because I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Joker in the comics. And what I like about him is that, uh, and I think Hector Navarro said this on Twitter, he's not an insane man that does evil things. He's an evil man that does insane things. And I didn't feel that in this movie it didn't feel like he was evil and they were doing a more they were doing a more human take and i think it worked for what they were going for it's just that's not like that's not the joker that i enjoy i don't want to feel sympathetic to the joker at all yeah yeah no i totally get that and i still think i don't know if it's a movie i will ever watch again in my life but Mm -hmm. i do think it was a good movie but i'm with you i don't know if that is the same person you know that i don't know if that's the same character that heath ledger or jared leto or whoever portrayed because he was not someone who was inherently evil like the joker should be a psychopath yes who has just no um feelings whatsoever for how other humans feel for how they um for what he's doing to them. I mean, that's the only way he can function in, you know, in the world that he lives in and, and be the character that he is. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but he was definitely insanely good in the movie. Joaquin Phoenix is, uh, if, if I were to call the Oscars right now, which would be insane because there's so many other movies that haven't come out yet. But if I were to, I, I think he'd win Best Actor for me. Uh, I have well, not yet seen everything, though. So, uh, and, I yeah. And that's another weird conversation they were having just today on Friday's episode mm-hmm. was so many members of the Academy are like, I'm not interested in seeing it. And I'm just thinking, okay, so some of these snobby assholes are going to not see this movie because it's a, you know, a comic book movie, even though it's nothing like a comic book movie. Um, but just because it has that title, they're not going to see it and then not, you know, vote for it. And they're going to vote for something very cerebral and deep. And I mean, this is too, but they're going to vote for something that was marketed like that. And... um that's not maybe not as deserving yeah and i'm i'm gonna be honest the more i think about this movie the less deep and cerebral i find it i feel like a lot of the things people are talking about coming away from it uh mental illness and class struggle it kind of seems very surface level in the actual movie um class struggle definitely felt very surface level in the movie whereas mental illness they explored a little bit more but still not to an extent that i found uh, not to the extent that I wished that they would have. Uh, the big thing for me with just one last like criticism, I guess, and then we can move on or you can say whatever and then we can move on. But one last criticism, 
uh, the Joker to me, you know, he thinks that the entire world is just as ugly as he is. And he's wrong. Like that's the, that's the part that I like about the character, right? He goes around thinking, uh, everybody is just like me. They just hide it. And the best part is when he's proven wrong. In my opinion, I don't think he's proven wrong in this movie. Uh, I think he's proven right. I think the ending is pretty much like, yeah, everybody is as bad as he is like, and I don't, I don't like that take. I don't, that's just my personally, I'm not a fan of a take where the Joker is to an extent. Right. I don't know how you, how do you feel about like that? Um, I get what you mean. And what's coming to mind as you're talking about it is like the end of the dark Knight when yes. he assumes one of those ferry boats is going to blow up. Yes. And neither one does. And Batman gets to say, you were wrong. You know, people have, there is humanity left yeah. in the human race. And, um, no, I totally get what you mean. I have another yeah. question for you. And I don't feel like this is a major spoiler because this has been all over the place that he's obviously a very unreliable narrator. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're seeing a story from his perspective of someone who's clearly got issues. Yeah. How much of it do you, like, do you think that, um, obviously, I mean, there's obviously stuff in it that's not real. Like you see, you know, you see yeah. stuff that's very obviously not real that he, cause he's imagining his life, how he would want it to be. But there's this theory going around that like all of it, like the whole thing was just, a just a dream or just a yeah. thought. Do you prescribe to that? Um, I thought about it for a while. And then as soon as Todd Phillips said they were making a second one, it just left my mind as being a possibility. Or they were thinking about making a second one. If they make a second one, that's a continuation of this. How is this all? How do you do that? Right? How yeah. do you make nothing that happened here matter if you're going to do another one? When it was a one-off in my mind, I thought maybe. But also I felt that that, that, that was also surface level in my opinion. There's one really good scene of it. And I agree uh, there's – there's a scene in the movie where they flash back to previous scenes and you're like, oh, it, it, there was something different about it. And we were seeing a different version of that, of that. And I, I thought that was a, to be honest, I thought that was a poorly done twist. I called it as soon as it started. I as called as, it so early. Yeah. And my husband I, looked at me, he said, wait. And he tells me like what he thinks is going on. I'm like, yeah, I already figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that instance was done okay. I wish they hadn't flashed back. I wish they would have just been like, yeah, you know what's going on. It's pretty obvious. We're just we're, like, we don't need to tell you. But uh, I think with what happens at the end in regards to a, a pretty major character, there's a pretty major event that is inspired by the events of the ending. Uh, how is that? How is that not real? Right? Like, if. if what happens at the end, you know, there's mm, a, gotcha, gotcha, a very, gotcha. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about that iconic moment. Mm. And how is that not if like, how does that happen? Does it does does it just happen? And he's like, imagining that he caused it? Like, I, I don't know. I, I think it's definitely thought provoking, but it, it almost seems like it's another layer of band aid on top of the movie just in case. Now, I, I do have, um, a little bit of a counter argument to your thing about him um, being justified in the things that he did. So just to play devil's advocate, 
we are seeing the story from his perspective. Of course. So, of course, he would victimize himself. Yes, that makes sense. And, like, what I was saying about him being wrong, also, I understand, like, the Dark Knight. And this was a valid counter-argument that my friend made to me. The Dark Knight's a Batman movie, right? So he's going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. This is a Joker movie. He's going to be right because it's his movie, right? So mm, I I guess that kind of – like, that tracks for me. I just – I guess at that point, I'm just not interested in a Joker movie without Batman. Like, I, I guess you. that's, you yeah. know, I guess that's what I come down to. I'm still, like, discovering how I feel about this movie, and I saw it last Thursday or whatever. So, you know. Yeah, no, I saw it on Saturday, and I'm still yeah. still very much processing. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if I'll ever fully figure it out, because those other two movies that I mentioned that I still don't know how I feel about, I haven't mm-hmm. been able to mentally rewatch, like, like emotionally yeah. put myself there again. And I don't know if I can do that with the Joker either. So yeah. I keep saying the Joker. It's really just Joker. Right, it is just Joker. Out. It sounds I, weird though. Yeah. I've been doing the same thing. Cause yeah. everyone, I mean, they always refer to him as the Joker. Yeah. Like nobody just calls him Joker. So yeah. it, that, that was, that, that trips me up more than anything. Yeah. yeah. But when you bring me out, will you introduce me as Joker? Yeah. That was, Just, that was, but, and also, I, I don't, I don't get people saying that, um, oh, Robert De Niro, like, oh, he was barely in it. He was in it a significant amount considering, I mean, he's not the main character by any means, but I feel like he was in a good chunk of the movie and yeah. very good. Um, I remember them saying on Collider Live, like he seemed like a, or on something, who knows? It may not have been Collider Live because I watch so much Collider mm-hmm. content these days. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, saying he seemed like a talk show host, like a nighttime talk show host. Yeah. Um, and very much so. I felt like he he was great in it. And no one was bad in this movie at all, no. like across the board. And it felt before I even went into it. Um, which I don't know that I could even name another Todd Phillips movie just off the top of my head. Um, all, all I can do is hangover. Okay, yeah, that's that's nothing like this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is but, very much. But based on, yeah, based on the just the feel and look of the trailers and then the, of the movie, it felt very gritty, like um, like a David Fincher kind of movie, mm-hmm. like a a Seven or a um, a Fight Club or something. Like you see the real grunginess of life yeah so going into it that way i was thinking okay i think i'm gonna like at least like the look of it because i love i'm really i love movies like that where it's Mm -hmm. not all polished and clean and everyone's in pretty clothes and and part of that is of course it being a period piece like you know uh, we always think of it being dirtier (laughs) so it's it's what 1981 is when the movie takes place right 80s Uh, i thought it was 70s I don't know. I don't think they ever say. I don't think they say specifically, but I think in no. the like in the synopsis or in something yeah. they say, but I don't think yeah. they ever said in the movie. No. Um, which who knows when it actually happened because he's the one narrating it. So yeah. maybe it really happened in the 30s, but he's <laughs> you know like who knows because he's crazy. Yeah. One thing uh that I just speaking of somebody brought up the theory and I I don't know did they say that somebody like in the film from the film supported the theory that maybe 
he's not the real Joker and he just inspires the Joker. Did somebody from the film support that theory? I don't know if anyone did or not, but it has been a theory going around that like maybe he, you know, like he was the spark and then the person who then terrorizes Gotham later is a different being. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, definitely is a human being capable of, of that. Heck yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. So yeah, I don't. And if he's like, uh, you know, say this happened in the past and, you know, at this, at, at some point in the future, he's now dead or locked up or whatever, you know, like he's not able to terrorize Gotham anymore. He's out of the mm-hmm. picture. I could totally see someone like taking up his mantle and taking it further versus uh, or even, you know, if he if the real Joker isn't there to 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 claim that, then someone else could totally be like, yeah, yeah that's me. And yeah. just, you know, and they're really, really psychotic. Just like yeah. the people who tried to like, well, they weren't pretending to be Batman, but they were like emulating mm-hmm. him and trying to fight crime in their hockey pads and whatever. <laughs> and, What's the between you and me? Oh, don't worry, hockey pads. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think that there's just like people emulate heroes. They emulate sometimes their hero is someone yeah. who's kind of on the bad side. So I don't and, know. It's It's definitely an interesting movie. It's got people talking. And oh, that's yeah. never a bad thing for a no. movie. They succeeded in what they set out to do, 100%. One of the oh, yeah. things that – coming back really quick, speaking of the box office, I saw a lot of takes that were like Joker shocks everybody with its high box office and like unprecedented. And it's like, is it? it like It's a major franchise character. In a movie that was getting hella hyped up, that won a massive award at Venice. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think it was shocking and unprecedented. I, I've, I've heard so many takes about this movie that's like, it revolutionizes cinema and it revolutionizes comic book movies. And like, Logan came out two years ago. And that's I think that's I a better thinking, movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think Logan, I personally like Logan more than this, but like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the movie is getting, a little overhyped. I think it is, and I think it's going to suffer for that at some point. Where just yeah. like you know, like the "A Star Is Born" effect, mm-hmm. where everyone talked about it and talked about it and talked about it, and then people started hating on it just for it being too popular. Yeah, but I think that might happen with this movie. Um, also, I think part of the big box office was people saw, "Oh, it's a Joker movie." My kid loves Batman. I'm going to oh, take. Th- I had. I had a. <laughs> I walked out of that movie theater. So first of all, there were several children in there. And I looked mm. at my husband. I'm like, there are children in here. He's like, I can't, you know, we can't do anything about it. And as we're walking out, I hear a family. They've stopped because one of the like teenagers had to run back in and grab something that he left in there. And I heard the mom say, well, that really wasn't for a six-year-old. <laughs> and I'm just like, no. <laughs> What gave it away? The fucking R rating? What? Yeah, the, the R rating. Did you not watch a trailer? Because oh my god, yeah, um, that that disturbed me because as yeah. soon as and look, I didn't even spot the child that young. I 
the child I spotted was probably like 12 or 13. And I mm-hmm. looked at my husband. I'm like, should we tell them this is not a kid's movie? He's like, I was seeing R-rated movies by the time I was that age. I'm like, okay, well, that's not so bad, you know. <laughs> but This isn't um, a normal R-rated movie. <laughs> no. And here's the thing about it, though. I think they barely swore in this movie. I don't remember, like, tons of F-bombs or anything like that. They, the violence, you know, you're building up a story. So the violence, when it does happen, is it's fairly gruesome, but it, it takes a while to get there. But so there was nothing inherently like, like a like oh this just really needs to be R rated because of this or that. Like there's no like sex in it. It's not that kind of movie. It just like something about the feel of it. You're like yeah, this is an R rated movie. Like yeah. it just needs to be inherently R rated. Um. Yeah. So did you? So did you not have any children in your screening, or were you just not paying attention? I wasn't paying attention. I was more freaked out. Um, people were laughing a lot and like clapping, and that really disturbed me a little bit. That's and, what Jay Wade said. Yeah, that that, that was I, not happening in my screening. Like the movie ended, and people stood up and cheered, and I'm like, okay, I get that it's a good movie. But, like, how do you cheer at that ending? Like, or how do you cheer at that movie? Like, I, like, I just wanted to sit with it. I didn't want to, like, yeah. cheer. I don't know. I, I was more disturbed. I didn't notice any kids or anything, but I was more disturbed by the amount of people that were, like, audibly into it. When I was just, like, I was, like, curled up in my seat uncomfortably. Like. Yeah. I, I yeah, I I was very uncomfortable for most of the movie. And speaking about the um the rating, uh the only the only occurrence of a curse word that I can think of, and it's because the line has stuck in my head so so vividly, is um the, the talk show scene, and Joker says, "You get what you effing deserve." And I that line is just stuck with me, and so I remember that. And what I said last week about the violence is that the violence isn't over the top, in my opinion. It's not. It's not Deadpool, right? But no. what makes the violence so disturbing to me is the realism of it, right? Yes. It's realistic violence. It's realistic blood. Like, that is what made it disturbing. Because, like, there's really not a whole lot of it in the movie. You know? The kill count is pretty low. But they hold on it. Yes. And I think that it was very well done like that. Yes. Yes. So they show it, and they don't shy away from... No the the realism of you know in a marvel movie they're gonna fire a bullet and then you're not gonna see the the contact with the body you're not gonna see the body after the fact um or in like or in like deadpool you shoot somebody and there's gonna be a fucking three inch (laughs) hole in their head you know like yeah it's, it's gonna be over the top you know yeah whereas this was just like this is real yeah, and I think that that's probably – and, I mean, they never – I don't know that they – if they had not given this an R-rated movie I, or R-rating, even if they toned it down a little bit, I don't know that they would have ever gotten parents' groups off their back or anything mm-hmm. because wow. just of the general message of – not the message of the movie mm-hmm. because, honestly, I feel like the message of the movie was, uh, like, our mental health system is broken. and. Yeah that was more the message I got from it than anything, but more of the, um, 
just afraid that kids are going to take away from it that this is someone to emulate. Um, and it's, he's not, but he's extremely no. sympathetic. Like he is someone who you feel sorry for. And that's not good either. Cause I mean, you, you want to feel obviously in real life, you want to feel sorry for, um, people who are mentally ill or, you know, disturbed in some way. Something is really affecting them. But the Joker is not someone that, as a comic book character, you want to feel sorry for. Exactly. So I said this last week, I think. I I think I said this on the podcast last week, and I've said it to all my friends. My issue with the movie, I do find... I I think the movie is a little dangerous. Not that this movie is going to cause anything. I think that's been blown out of proportion. But I think that the sympathy that this movie creates for the character of the Joker is somewhat dangerous... Because, to be honest, he's pretty toned down in this movie uh, compared to what he does in other media. I would say that the Joker in The Dark Knight does even more horrific things than the one in this joke in this movie does. And oh, God, that the sense, pencil thing? Oh. Yeah. And even just, like, the levels. Like, the scene that comes to my mind from The Dark Knight is when he has that uh, Batman imposter tied up. And he's <gasps> mm-hmm. like... Are you the Batman? No. Then why do you dress like him? Like, that's the stuff that I think of. Like, that's some fucking Joker shit. And that's my, that's my, that's the only really, like, from that side of the, I guess, controversy issue I have with the movie is not the movie itself, but the sympathy it creates for a character that in, like, if you go to the other media with that sympathy, I think that's dangerous. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree. And that was, I, they talked about this several times, so I have a feeling this is going to bleed into next week. Um, but we can move on to something more upbeat yeah. if you'd like to, Mike. <laughs> yes, I would love Sorry, to. Mike, uh, Mike are a- you planning to see the movie at some point, or do you, uh, are you not interested? I, I'm interested. I just, I'll probably wait until it comes out on home home release maybe because I've been busy lately yeah. to go to the theater. So sorry. Can I ask one more question to you, Kalen about the movie? Sure. Okay. So not mo- about the movie, but with a possible sequel, right? Joker two. Right. Uh, I, I having not really liked the movie that much. I'd love to see a Joker two that continues from this uh, era. I think there were some ideas pitched on movie talk this week from like Koi and stuff where, I thought there were some cool ones where they said, like, I think one of the ideas pitched was, like, what if he becomes, like, a mentor figure to Bruce Wayne? And I was like, that is fucking interesting. Or I think Coy pitched one where, like, it's Harley Quinn and him, but the power dynamic is reversed. And I thought that was also very interesting. But I'd love to see a sequel if somebody else writes it. I think the script was the weakest part of the movie for me, and I'd rather them bring somebody else in than Todd Phil- than have Todd Phil- Phillips write it. I think he directed it very well, but I, I'd rather have, I'd rather have a new screenwriter come in. What do you think about that, Caitlin? Um, I definitely, I think I'm on the same page with you where um, being on the fence about it, I think that a sequel could tip me in one direction or the other, you know, depending on maybe that would speak to me more or mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, I really hated this sequel, so I'm not really interested <laughs> yeah. in this. So I, I definitely would be interested in it, but on the flip side, it, it you don't need one necessarily. No, um, it it can stand on its own. So uh, I kind of agree in the sense that, like, 
yeah, I kind of, you know, knew where some stuff was going before it happened and um, things like that. So I would, I would like someone who, you know, could keep me on my toes a little more, mm-hmm. write the script. So I agree with you that way. But I, I liked the tone of the movie, though. Yes. So I would like that to stay a little bit consistent. So I would not be opposed to um, the same director. Yeah, I'd love for him to direct it again. And like, if they can get the same cinematographer, because the cinematography was amazing, the same composer, I think keep the same team if you can, pretty much. But I just, I'd like to see, even if somebody else writes it with him, right? Instead of who Scott Silver or something wrote it with him, if they got a different person to write it with him, I think even that would be fine. Um, I hope just based on, you know, our past experience, and by our, I mean like the collective hour, mm-hmm. that, um, they made Joaquin Phoenix like talk to someone after oh. this. Uh, um, yeah, I think he's doing okay. He in the talk shows and stuff, he's seemed very um, open about it and very much like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I I liked the character." He said he said that he wanted to play the character again. Obviously, so I don't know. I I understand what you're saying though. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't want, I, I don't want another Heath Ledger. No. I don't. I mean, it, it was not worth. I don't. I don't believe that art is ever worth the sacrifice of a person. No. And you know, people are like, but if you know, if he didn't go that place, we wouldn't have this movie. I'm like, I'd rather have the person. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'd rather not I'd, have the movie. You know. I I think his family would rather have him yeah, than have yeah, the movie. Exactly. So I just I hope that we've learned our lesson. Yeah. All right. But, Sorry, Mike. <laughs> yes, Mike. No, yeah, no problem. Just get that out of the way because everyone's talking about Joker this, Joker that. I mean, yeah. Halloween this year is going to be full of Jokers, uh, Pennywises, and freaking Harley Quinns. I'm going yeah. as Kylo Ren last year before he's gone. Before he, Oh, before the last Nine, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, this is his last movie, so I'm going to do the Kylo Ren costume this year. Are are you going trick or treating? I'm gonna take my little sister and maybe my niece. Oh well, I um haven't bought Kelly's costume yet, but I may buy her a little um Hogwarts student costume. Oh, that's awesome for a baby. <laughs> so I haven't decided yet, though, and my husband is not excited about the prospect of having to go like be social and go trick or treating. Oh yeah, <laughs> He's like oh. Do I have to? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't want to. So let's just get into the week itself because, they, like I said, we talked talked about Joker, but on Monday show, uh, Makuga wasn't there because of traffic. So Roka took place of the crew on Monday show, which was a nice pace because I love Roka. Yeah, me too. So they and then Roka and uh, Roxy kind of bonded over having shitty neighbors. Oh yeah. my god, that was so good. They're all telling their stories, and it's like, uh, uh, we'd heard Riley's before he said it before, and at least I'd heard it before he said it somewhere. But they're all telling their stories, and they're like, "Yeah, you know," uh, and in the moment they sound really bad, right? And it sounds extreme. And then Riley's just like, "Yeah, my apartment complex got raided by the FBI," and it was like, it was like, "Never mind, that one is much worse." <laughs> Man, 
Yeah, it was just ridiculous after another. It's just like, oh my god. But have we had shitty neighbors? Um, yes. I so there's a reason that my husband and I now live out in the woods because <laughs> we uh, lived in apartments for god five years, and yeah, that was not fun. So I don't know who did this. I don't know if it was a neighbor or a random person or who, but um, we had a neighbor knock on our door one morning, like someone we you know we're sort of polite with and he's like hey there's gas leaking and i think it's coming from one of y'all's cars and we we're like oh great you know yeah. gas leak that's not good you know that means something's wrong with the tank whatever so we had it towed to the nearby place and they call us and go yeah it's not like busted it's not a leak um someone cut holes stabbed no. holes in your gas tank what and we never so we have never felt more violated. Yeah. And that is because we don't know who, why they did it, who did it. And all, there wasn't very much gas in the gas tank. And most of it was on the ground. So we're like, okay, um, I don't know what they were doing here because they didn't get any gas. So that may or may not have been a neighbor, but we were not super stoked about uh mm being there and living there and that is the story of why my husband's car now has a camera in it even Good, though yeah. that won't help when the car's turned off but that was his best oh. solution yeah. <laughs> um but yeah we were just like what um and crazy. this was not my neighbor but my neighbor <laughs> this sounds terrible uh i'm not explaining this well my neighbor who sounds stairs but not directly below me i was friendly with her she was a little older lady and she told me that at like one in the morning every morning her neighbors above her would have really loud sex no. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so this poor old lady was being woken up every <laughs> night no oh, and oh, i God. didn't know what to say i didn't know That's what to awful. tell her yeah so what about y'all? Have you ever had bad neighbors out so, in the corn or wherever you live? So I live um I live out in nowhere for where I am, but I'm like half an hour from DC and half an hour from Baltimore. So like out in the middle of nowhere is not out in the middle of nowhere. But I for background information real quick, uh I live with my grandparents and I lived here from from like first grade to sixth grade so for about six years and then i came back after i graduated high school and i've been here for about three or four years since then <laughs> so before when i lived here the first time for six years the neighbors i never spoke to them the one neighbors on one side the other side were cool they were great the other side never spoke to them not once they would always glare at me and i'm like a six-year-old kid right and they would always just glare at me and they'd always like, they never talked to me. They never talked to me once. They never talked to anybody in our family once, but they just always would glare at us when they saw us. I'm gone for like seven years and I come back and I start to live here and immediately I'm outside getting the mail one day and I look over and I see the neighbor and I wave and he just scowls at me and walks away. And I'm like, I've never fucking talked to you guys. I've never talked to you ever. I don't, I don't know why you guys they're weird they're so weird they hate me and i've never spoken a word to any of them weird and, and still to the de to this to day. day to this day they're still there if they see me outside they glare at me like I, i've never spoken a single word to them and like again 
it'd been like seven years since I'd been here, right? Like when I when I came back. So like, unless they just remembered that there was a redhead kid at one point, and this older redhead must be the same kid, like <laughs> they just saw another person. And were like, oh yeah, screw that guy too. Like what? <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's just it's always kind of bugged me because I'm like we've never even spoken to each other. I don't understand. Um. So the I I I guess I buried the lead here because I well I wasn't living in my my parents house at the time like i had grown up and moved to college but you know i still came back and forth um and the neighbor across the street was a couple who like swear to god once a week they broke up and the husband would uh leave and take his car we think he was a drug dealer because he would like leave his house at like 10 o'clock at night and be gone for like 20 minutes and be back and we're like, he went to go sell drugs or something. And <laughs> they would fight. Uh, the woman would lay up in the road like, he hit me. But like they <sighs> both would like throw crap at each other. It wasn't like he was just abusing her. Like they were just abusive together. So my mom would go out there and be like, get up and go in your house. Like stop yeah. this. Yeah. And finally, the woman took the kid. There's a kid in this story. Oh, took the kid no. and decided to move out. Well, she, her daddy owned the house. So the husband proceeds to destroy the inside of the house and set it on fire. What? Yes. And the worst part of it was my mom, and she still tells the story. She was she had like 20 minutes left in a Lifetime movie. Uh-huh. And she hears some cracking noises and she sees the house on fire. So she missed the last 20 minutes of her movie because <laughs> she had to run outside. And like start knocking on doors and calling, you know, uh, nine one one and everything. And she's like, "And I missed the end of my movie. I don't know how it ended." I'm like, "It's a lifetime movie. Either you know, someone killed someone or a couple got together. Like, you know, there's only a couple scenarios there." But um, yeah. So and to this day, this has been like God. Um. I don't even know how many years ago this has been. And that house is still sitting there boarded up and burned. Oh, wow. Yeah. So those were probably the crappiest neighbors I ever had, but I didn't really have to deal with them personally very much. Okay. Yeah. They they were pretty awful. That house though needs to be leveled because it's had nothing but bad juju in it. Like nothing but psycho people living there. (laughs) <laughs> so it it needs to be burned down like the rest of the way <laughs> and just start over. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Have you had like some crazy ass neighbors? Y- y'all are crazy because I haven't had a bad neighbor. <laughs> Don't you live in the middle of nowhere? I was about to say, do Aren't you, you want to farm? So, so growing up as a kid, I did live in a trailer park and we had tons of neighbors, but they're like nice neighbors, you know, and they had kids and I used to have play dates with them, you know, it was hunky dory kind of fun stuff there. So, but yeah, and now I live in the middle of nowhere, so I don't have a lot of neighbors to uh, worry about. Well, <laughs> Mike lives in that lifetime. Down. Mike lives in that lifetime movie that your mom missed 20 <laughs> minutes of. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I have no neighbors now, and it is fabulous. <laughs> it is great. Um, I can walk outside in, you know, my pajamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hated the worst part of living in an apartment was walking my dog first thing in the morning and having to put on a bra. 
That was so freaking annoying. If you were a woman, (laughs) you would understand. That's the last thing you want to do before you've even had your (laughs) cup of coffee. But... But with uh, with the crew's crappy neighbors, uh, one of the clever Cody cuts of the week was he took his board out and wrote, don't move to Los Angeles. Yeah, Los well, LA sounds way worse than anything any of us have experienced. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I grew up in Mississippi. I lived in Alabama for a little while. People are genu- generally courteous. Mm-hmm. You know, Mississippi's the hospitality state. We're pretty yeah. nice to each other. Um, you know, except for the worst of the worst, but that the funniest thing that happened Monday though, was definitely Roka about to die when Roxy <laughs> is telling the story about her mom using the Hulu app to call yep. or her grandmother <laughs> using the Hulu app yep. to call an Uber. Yep. That fa- his face was just priceless. He was just cracking up in the corner. And I totally feel for her. My grandmother calls me all the time to ask like, there's this picture on my phone. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, there's this picture. Like, no matter what I'm in, there's a picture. And then, like, when I get to her house, she's like, well, it's gone now. And I'm like, what? So, I I have a similar, not not at all similar, a a tangentially related situation with my mom where uh, my, my, uh, I guess, my, my stepdad went out and bought a he's supposed to go get a grill and he came home and he had a fifteen hundred dollar tv so that was a conversation but the tv was set up it's very nice it's uh, <laughs> it's like one of those 4k huge tvs smart tv everything this amazing tv and i probably use it the most when i go and visit my mom and <laughs> every time i come over i'm like what have you been watching mom you got the smart tv you got everything and she's like you know Grey's anatomy and I'm like, Mom, you have a $1,500 4K TV, and you're not even using it. You're just watching cable. What are you doing? Why do you have this TV, Mom? You didn't need it. You're not. You're, it's not even utilizing the TV. You don't use any of the apps. You just watch cable. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my mother. Okay, so, oh, gosh, I guess it's some something like 2010, 2011, she and I have both had smartphones. And my mother, for all those years, until, you know, eventually I got married and whatever, got off of her phone plan, but for all those years, was paying for both of us to have unlimited everything on our phone. Oh, okay. She would still call me, though, to ask me random things, like, who sings this song? And she'll start singing it. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, you have internet on your phone and she's like no i don't i'm like she's like i have like you know facebook and stuff but i don't just have like google or anything and i'm like yes you do oh and and my grandpa one day now this tells you how long ago this story was i pulled out my blackberry and (laughs) My grandpa was like, what is that thing? What is it doing? I'm like, well, you know, I can I can send text messages to people and I can look on the internet stuff and I could check my email and I'm just, you know, I could take pictures, blah, blah, blah. He's like, it would be really awesome if it was also a phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, gotta love old people. Yeah. Oh, I mean, even even Christian Harlow's mother-in-law is like the best thing ever, especially yes. when he does the stories on the show. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, I love her his, voice. Yeah, his mother-in-law. I want her on the show so bad. I know. So bad. Like, She's the movie- best recurring character. Like <laughs> in the that movie, shouldn't have won. One. Well, did you see it? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, I love how he's telling the story. He's like, I come upstairs and the, the, the TV is speaking to me. <laughs> like, I didn't press any buttons. Or come, yes, you did. <laughs> I know it's so does that hard. All the time, I'll come up and there's something wrong with the TV. He's like, I didn't press anything. I'm like, yes, you did. Yes, you did. You did press something because this doesn't just happen. It's not Skynet. It doesn't just happen. It's not Craig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah, the best. Oh, I love the Christian heart love. Oh man. Um, another thing that was talked about on Monday, which I honestly haven't seen the original show, but I'm kind of curious how the live action show would work. Uh, Sean, you probably have experience with Avatar. Okay, I've watched this show so many times. I remember when it ended, I was like eight years old and I watched it live. Anyways, I'm not going to talk about it for long because nobody cares. But all I'm going to say is Avatar The Last Airbender has, maybe besides Game of Thrones, some of the best world building in any television show I've ever seen. Done by the same guy, uh, Dave Filoni, worked on a lot of it. He did Star Wars, Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, and whatever they're going to do next. He's like, he's worked on The Mandalorian. He's, you know, the head of the animation department. But, uh... If you have not seen Avatar The Last Airbender, it, it's kind of goofy because it is a, a Nickelodeon show, but like seriously some of the best world building in any TV show I've ever seen. It's so good. You owe it to yourself to watch it. And if you don't watch it, at least check out the live action thing when it comes out on Netflix because it's made by the same people. So like I have a lot of faith in it. So it's not made by any of the same people who did the the no. live action movie. No, no, no. that was okay. a nice no, 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 no. That was completely different. This is being done by the creators of the original animated television show. So uh, this is random, but speaking of M Night Shyamalan or however the hell you say his name, um, you got it right. Uh, Riley has mentioned a few times that he watched the village like he went back and watched the village knowing the twist and liked it a whole lot better well what's weird is i've only seen the village once and i already knew the twist going into it and i really liked it whereas everyone i know who saw it like originally back in the day you know it's like i hate that movie so it's weird the same thing happened with fight club i knew the twist in fight club before i ever saw it and i think it made it a totally different experience so, but to get back to your original point, um, so do watch the show. Don't watch the movie. Yes, yes. Watch yes. the show, okay. not the movie. Okay. Awful. Yes. Oh, my God. Really quickly about the movie. Um, my dad and I, uh, when I was really little, when the movie came out, we went and saw the movie and we came out of it like, that was terrible. Let's watch something else. You know, we're here. We got, you know, mom's out with my little sister. So, we have time. Let's we'll catch another one. We'll find one better. We'll watch another movie. We went and saw The Sorcerer's Apprentice with Nick Cage. So, <laughs> not much better. No, no, not really. No, but it does have that one Republic least, song in it. So that was a highlight. At least sort of fun. Like, you know. Yeah. It has that going for it. But just, 
you go, you see Last Airbender, you're like, man, we really struck out with this one. Let's hit some gold next. Sorcerer's Apprentice, that's a cool name. Let's check that out. Ooh. <laughs> Have you ever had a good double feature at a movie? Like, uh, where liked them both? Yes. yes. I went, um, and this might be a little controversial. When I went to go see Justice League, they were doing a Wonder Woman Justice League double feature. And I'd never seen Wonder Woman before. Uh, before I saw Justice League. Loved Wonder Woman, and I actually really liked Justice League. So I had a pretty good double feature there. Uh, I also um, really just, I also saw, um, I spent like a weekend, like last year, I think, they brought all the Harry Potter movies back for a weekend. <gasps> yeah, and over the course of a weekend, I saw all eight oh. movies again. So that was great. I think I watched like seven part one and seven part two back to back. I think I watched one, two, three back to back. Uh, and then four, five, six back to back. So like I spent like the whole weekend at the movie theater just watching the Harry Potter movies and that was fantastic. What is your favorite Harry Potter movie? Uh, movie? Mm, I, oh, I don't know. I, I think this is controversial. I think it's the sixth one. <gasps> Me too. Okay, cool. But uh, it, it's simultaneously my favorite and one of the worst in moments yes. because there are moments of the world's worst acting but it mm. also has the most comedic relief in it of any of them you just get like, to see them be teenagers and i love yes! it yes yes i love six yeah. okay so hot take because people freaking think that alfonso Cuaron walks on water or some shit <laughs> i hate the third movie really like, i don't hate it i hate it i hate his little fucking favorite. talking head thing <laughs> I hate the fucking oh, choir. God. I hate he, I hate that at the beginning Harry is playing with magic under his covers. That oh, is some bullshit. Yeah. I I I hate the whole tone of the movie. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And that is my favorite book. I think I just love um Gary Oldman and um who plays Lupin. Um, uh I know it's he's in Thulis, uh something yeah. Thulis. He's in uh Wonder Woman. Well, he, he is. Yeah. He's far and, better as Lupin, but that's another, yes. that's but like it. I I love them. I love I like everybody but Alfonso Cuaron. <laughs> I love in Prisoner of Azkaban. I think like my favorite is 6. I also really love 4. Um I can never not cry at the end when they come back to the port key and they're like trying to pull Harry off and he's like no, no stop it and like he's just trying to stay with cedric and i'm like oh god i'm i'm not okay right now uh yeah uh, but like six is my favorite movie i think six is probably my favorite book just because i love to see them be teenagers i just because like four and five are just such like almost like cold war films that like just getting to see that kind of Cold War break for a second and see them get to actually be teenagers in this world at war, but them not being directly involved in it like they usually are in six is something that I felt was like such almost a palate cleanser in between five and seven that is like needed. And I, 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 I adore six. Awesome. I'm glad I finally found somebody who shares my opinion. Six. If I'm going to put on a random Harry Potter movie, it's usually six. Yes. Um, they kind of screwed Jenna. I'm really mad I didn't get the scene in the common room after she wins, and he's like, oh my god, you took my spot and you win, and then they kiss, and I'm like, "That is, yes! I like, I like that better yeah. than the actual kiss in the movie. 
Oh, I, so. I, 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 um, I, don't get me started about Jenny Weasley in the movie. <laughs> don't, don't get me. What, yeah, what's the matter, movie. Mike? Why are you farting on hey, this? Did you just do the farting noise? Hey, that is, okay, you know what? They've been doing that goddamn farting gag the entire week. I am on, <laughs> I'm with Roxy on this one. I'm about ready to punch Cody. Alright, I'm gonna fight Cody, cause it's not funny. I don't know, I don't know why everybody's laughing so hard. It's a fart. <laughs> All right. I know. And so, yeah, when I ask, are fart jokes funny? I mean, are farts funny? No, I'm sorry. No, no, it's subjective, you know, whatever. But uh, I think they're funny to an extent. I think it got way overplayed over the course of the week. I mean, I thought that was just so funny seeing all three of the guys cracking up, and then, like, Roxy just being straight for He's like, okay. The first time was good. When it lasted for, like, ten seconds, that one was good. But then everyone after that, I was like, all right, you already, you can't top the first one, and now it's just getting annoying. Sorry, Kaylin. Go ahead. I was going to say, so there's a fine line here where, like, okay, if you're going to have one female on the show, you can't constantly pick on her. And they constantly Poor pick Ro- on Roxy. Oh. And Poor so Roxy. So, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes she walks into it or plays into it. And sometimes I'm just like, y'all need to move on and do something yeah. else, please. Um, so I did not find that funny um, in that moment. But I uh, can appreciate a f- good fart joke just like the next person. But I did not find that funny in the moment. And... I don't know if y'all noticed this, uh, and I'm bouncing back and forth here. They, you know, they did all that to Roxy on Monday. And then today, I swear every time uh, uh, Kate went to say anything, she got talked over. Like, I don't even know. I, I don't. So I don't know what was going on this week. I really don't. Something it weird was, was happening with their energy. But also, I'm sure there's weird energy right now because Christian's leaving. So mm-hmm. things are just weird yeah uh they were like replacing him before he was even gone like last week i said that i thought it was a little i thought it was a little unfair that he announced his own live show when he still has like three weeks left at collider and i thought that was a little unprofessional i think he could have waited a little bit longer uh asking him what he thinks about the replacements that you're planning for him is equally as bad and should not be done. Like when that caller said that I was like, don't, don't ask that. Don't be like, I'd love for Corey to be on the show. Corey is my favorite personality at Collider. I'm not going to fucking ask that question when he's still there. Like that made me mad. I, uh-huh. I got mad at that. Yeah. And also Christian's leaving. So he probably yeah. doesn't, doesn't care. care. Yeah, you just right, like oh, mm, mm. oh yeah, and, no. I... And we now know that he's doing a morning show, so they're gonna mm-hmm. overlap. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be able to watch both. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that on the SEN live stream a bit today. I caught a little bit of it. He said yeah. it, was, it was just scheduling and stuff, but um. Yeah, and I totally get that. Like, yeah, once definitely. Once your kids are home, your day's done. Like. There's, there's no doing, you know, this kind of stuff. And, uh, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't, uh, that was bizarre. That was very bizarre. And, um, but everyone is really towing the party line though. Mm-hmm. Like Roxy, I don't know if y'all ever watch Roxy's live stream that she does on her channel, but people keep asking her about that. And she's just basically like, 
Yeah, you could totally watch both or watch whichever one you prefer. If you prefer to go yeah. over to Christian or you prefer to stay with us, we're going to keep going with the show. So, like, I feel like everyone has, like, a script that they're following. Yeah, it's oh, it's really sad to see, uh, yeah. to be honest. I just, I've seen, I know, over in the Collider Live Discord, there were a lot of people, not the Collider Live Discord, the Collider Discord, there were a lot of people that were just like, yeah, I'm done with Collider. And I'm like, there's there's good people there. Like, I'm sorry. I love Christian. It's not just Christian. Like, Perry's amazing. Koi's amazing. Jeff Snyder is a bit of an asshole, but he's still amazing. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, Roka's great. Mark Ellis, or Mark Ellis, Mark Riley is great. Like, they're all great. Amy Dallin is great. You know, Knapsock's taking over Jedi Council. Like, there's still great people there. And everybody, like, a lot of people over on the Collider Discord were like, Christian's gone, I'm gone. And I'm like... I get it, but it's sad. Um, see, and one of my favorite things, so aside from Collider Live, one of my favorite on live is um, when they do, uh, oh God, I can't even remember the name of it because it's in hiatus right now where they count down towards oh, the Oscars. For your consideration. For your name. consideration. Oh, so good. Yeah. I can't wait uh, to come back. Yeah, that's it. the best. And I love um, Schneider being on there because he's always such like a a piss ant. Yeah, I love stuff. him. I love him like, so much. Like Jeff Manson, Snyder, I love you. <laughs> yeah, Vance and Perry are like so gung ho about something. Like this movie yep. was great, and it made me feel great, and I'm so excited. And this was great and lovely and happy and bubbles. And he's like, I don't know what movie y'all saw this side. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, he is that about, the best. He said that about El Camino today. As he well. did? Well, uh, he, he said that he didn't think it was necessary. But, like, um, Makuga brought it up. He was like, today, he was like, El Camino was great, and Snyder said it wasn't necessary. And I didn't watch Breaking Bad, all right? So I haven't seen El Camino yet. All right? I haven't seen Breaking Bad, so I don't know. But I do know that, like, uh, uh, Snyder was one of the only people that I saw online who was like, yeah, it wasn't really my thing. And Makuga was like, yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> They go in on Snyder and who Adam Chitwood from dot com all the time on Collide Alive, and I'm like, it's just a different opinion. It's just a difference of opinion, you know. Yeah, and but also, um, Schneider is he's very prissy about. Yeah, movies. yeah, no, I, so, Snyder, I get. <laughs> yeah, no, so, I, I get it. <laughs> of course, he didn't like El Camino. Like, he was never going to like El Camino. No. He likes, yeah. you know, those obscure movies that no normal person likes. He He's a movie critic from the 50s. Like, that's who yeah. he is. And But it is fabulous to see him be an asshole. Yeah, I love it so much. And I do think sometimes you kind of need his energy in the room. Uh, I, I, I do think sometimes he does need to, like, temper expectations a bit. Especially when it's movies that pe- people have, like, only the press have seen. Yeah, and I think that uh, a show, like, you do need his dynamic on there, because if you had a show that was, like, Mance and Perry and Amy Dallin and Coy, like, by the end of it, well, they would all just be too happy and too afraid to say anything mean, and they'd all be talking really loud and fast, (laughs) and by the end of it, you would just be so exhausted from listening (laughs) that you wouldn't get anything out of it. So I definitely think that uh, he has something to add to it. I hate it. Well, I don't hate it. I enjoy enjoy the, you know, in the way that you enjoy watching people argue 
but it's uncomfortable. I love it and hate it when Roka and Snyder are on anything oh, together because yes. they so butt good. heads like crazy. Uh, oh, check, check out my new podcast, the uh, Jeff Snyder Appreciation Podcast. Uh, <laughs> look, In I find Snyder in defense of Jeff Snyder. It's a a six part mini series coming to Hulu. So. Um, <laughs> Check that out. Uh, Jesus Christ, what are you going to talk about for six parts? <laughs> hey, man, there's a story there. You don't know it, but there's a story there. I don't know it either yet. But we're going to find have out. You, have you met him? No, I wish I could have. Oh, I've met, met him. I have you a met Snyder? I oh, went, so my husband and I flew out to Los Angeles from Mississippi for the very first live Oh, man. movie trivia schmodown it was the one at the el portal it's the one yeah. that makuga references all the time where uh real rejects rapped about his wife's vagina oh we yeah, were there one. for that and we were we were there in the front row for all of that and i got we got to like do the afterwards thing where we got to talk to everybody and take pictures okay. so we have all these pictures with all these different people and it was just so much fun but yeah snyder was wearing a shirt that Reference something about that whole Jane Fonda thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a shirt he made himself. Right. So <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't remember what the shirt actually said. I just remember he had a toothpick in his mouth and he was wearing oh, a shirt uh, with Jane Fonda on it. But um, that, yeah, I got to see Makuga and uh, uh, the, the who's his partner? The wild berries. Um, oh, um, um, what? what? God damn it! It's Barry. Elliot. Elliot Dewberry. Elliot Dewberry. Elliot Dewberry. And yeah. the, versus the real rejects, and then I got to see um JTE versus Roca. So that was really fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a ton of fun, and so I got to meet some of them, but I didn't get to meet like Roxy because I don't even know if she was like in it at that point. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Live had launched yet, and that was my first. That was my first introduction to Roxy was when Live started. And my only regret is I saw him from afar, but never spoke to him, and that was uh the big man. Oh, yeah, man. I saw him from afar, but I don't think the, he was part of the meet and greet thing. He was the, he was just there like to see the show, I, and so man. I didn't get to speak to him, and I just regret that now. Yeah, he's like, he's like the one person in that crew. Like, I just, I wish I'd gotten to meet him. That's, yeah. Oh, I loved Heroes when Koi and Amy would just be going and going and going and talking a mile a minute. And then he'd just be like, so yeah. And, you know, and then he's just talking at his little, you know, his normal, normal people pace. And I was like, he's very different from these two and he does not give a shit now i'm thinking of when they closed the laptop for the last time and i'm i'm sorry thanks caitlin god i'm sorry (laughs) i brought down the energy i'm sorry and we'll be right back after this promo break
everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years. As we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's names, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talkin' Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolf, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So... As I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Oh yeah, those shows are great. By the way, definitely listen to them. Um, Who farts worse, men or women? <laughs> you want so, the real? I'm sorry, you I want... just looked at the notes and grabbed the first thing I saw. I'm sorry. You want to know the real answer to that question? Not really. I just grabbed the first thing I saw and went with it. Because, because I could go into some detail about the answer to that question that you may not, your little ears may not want to hear. You know what? I'm going to abstain. Mike, uh... <laughs> oh, you, buddy! <laughs> I put it in there because they start talking about it on Thursday. I mean... So I... many fart references this week! <laughs> it's just too much! It's too much farting! It's well, too it's, much! It's all about farts and poops, okay? It's Joker and farts and poops, goddammit! That's all well, of this week was. <laughs> I know! This wasn't an option posed, but the real answer is dogs. Yes. Oh, touche. Yeah, but choice between men and women, it depends. But women can be very stinky. What about in your experience? Oh, I've smelled men's farts that are are just ten times worse than uh, females, so... I mean, well, there's some guys out there who fart really bad. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Well, I <laughs> and I'm can, like I gagging can... half the time. Gagging? Because it's just so gross. Because the fart is so bad. I, I don't um, know. I don't rank them. I don't have like a diary at home where I <laughs> whatever, I guess, you know, so I've never really thought about it. But, you know, thanks for posing the question, Mike. That's something I needed in my life. I completely tuned out the fart conversation on live this week. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Well, they had a big old conversation about it, and the conclusion they came to was women's farts are worse because they hold it in. Mm. So then it becomes more potent when they finally let it out. I don't know if that's how farts work, but they seem to decide that that's that's science fact. I'd believe it. Yeah. I mean, it, we heard it on the internet, so it must be true. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it could be. But yeah, every time they did a fart thing, they were trying to interrupt the story that Rox is trying to tell on Tuesday about losing her phone at the screening. 
Yes. Uh, and God bless her. She was very calm. I would have been losing my shit. And like, you know, at the point where she said that they made an announcement, they said, you know, we could make an announcement. I would have been like, yeah. yes, I need you to make an announcement. Yeah. Because I need to know where my phone is. But that's just me. I'm a little more, yeah. you know. But for as neurotic as she is about some stuff, she seemed very chill about that. Like, yeah. you know, she loses her mind if she's five seconds late for the show and right. is so embarrassed. But like, oh, uh, I can't find my phone. Like, yeah. mm-mm, mm-mm. she was helped by my favorite Schmodown player as well, though. Mara? Mara? Canopic. Yeah. She was my favorite Schmodown player. I, I loved her for her brief little thing that she did um i she don't was okay ah, i love her she was so she was so good her matches were just i was really sad when she decided not to but there might be a chance yeah, for a yeah, comeback I know. I know mike so okay we're excited for that at least i am because i yeah. can't wait to see but uh so what is the thing we've lost and that took us as long as roxy did to find it again i got one that took years years <laughs> yeah so i i used to collect um harry potter wands uh from like the noble collection like the catalog um and i had harry's wand and i was running around outside with it and i lost it and years later i'm running around outside i think i'm chasing my dog and i trip and i fall over and i'm laying flat on the ground and i look to my right where the shed is and sitting like in the crack between the shed wall and the dirt uh, is the Harry Potter one from like six years earlier. Oh my God. Still, still oh there. My God. Yeah. I picked it up and I was like, Oh my God. I thought it's I lost like it six years. Yeah. And I, yeah, now I've got two Harry Potter ones because <laughs> I bought another one to replace it when I lost it. But uh, yeah, I was like <laughs> six years and it was still outside, which was amazing. <laughs> wow. Was yeah. it still like, preserved like i mean it was like covered in dirt and like it it was pretty bad but like it it's it was still okay wow yeah yeah i um i once lost a pair of earrings and could not find them for like i don't know a year or two and it turns out they were in my jewelry box under something and um i felt really stupid when i did find them (laughs) And the other thing I lost, and I still don't know how I found it or where I found it, but I did find it eventually, was I lost my Backstreet Boys CD when I was a little kid. (laughs) And it was the first one. What's the first one? Uh, The first one, goddammit, I should know it. Whatever the first one is. And I, when I did find it, my cat, my case was cracked and stuff. But see, I thought that I lost a lot of stuff as a kid. But it turns out one of my good friends was um, a kleptomaniac. Ooh, so yikes. she was just stealing my shit. Um, <laughs> like, I just thought I was a very, you know, just like, oh, I just misplaced stuff. Nope. Oh, that sucks. Nope. Now, nothing of value. Like, what do you have a value when you're, like, seven, you know? Mm. But just random stuff. So I just thought that I misplaced stuff all the time. But that, I think, I still don't know exactly. I think I found it, like, behind a shelf or something. And I still don't know how it, it 
went missing. Like it was missing for so long. I was so upset because I couldn't find my Backstreet Boys CD, even though everyone I know owned the CD. So it wasn't like I couldn't listen to the music, but I was very upset. Uh, of course, the first album is called Backstreet Boys. <laughs> oh, okay. Is this the one that's like blue on the front? Like yeah, and they're all standing yeah. like against yeah. the wall. Yeah, sort of. that's the one. That's it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, see, Mike, this would have been a good spot for the Backstreet Boys reference you made yes! at the beginning of the episode. This show has relate, come full circle. It, it relates to what we're talking about, Mike. You see, when you make <laughs> a bit, it has to somewhat relate to the topic at hand. You understand? Or, or something that occurred during the week. At, you know you, you know what I'm saying? You'll get it. You'll get it. I, I'll, get, I'll get it eventually. I mean, it'll, it'll take me a while, but I'll get it, man. I'll get it. I mean... I mean, at least, you know, I'm not in the bathroom, you know, taking the worst shit in the world. Oh so, my God. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that I sounds mean, like hell. That sounded like hell. They talked like, like the worst bathroom stories on Thursday just because of the poop and fart discussions this week. And I was just thinking, oh, God, I've I've had those kind of stories. <laughs> Would you like I've, to tell one? Oh, God, I had there was there was a time where I it was in in town walking and i had to go to the bathroom and i couldn't like i had to go into campus to college it was over the summer and i was like trying to hold it in. i was like oh come on what's the bathroom what's the bathroom and as i get to the bathroom I, it went in the pants and i had to clean myself mm. in the bathroom <laughs> oh gosh but i uh had to uh clean it and then i have to had to go to the university store and uh, buy a fresh pair of shorts to change into. Oh God! Oh, it was it was like bad, and it was it was like one of those really runny poops too, and it was just like oh, oh no, God! No. You know what? You know what, Mike? We get it. <laughs> so I mean, but uh, I mean. Those guys just had just the, like the worst bathroom stories because it's like they there's like no windows. It was like yeah, stinking up. Like, and no. just, that God, like the worst thing I've ever heard. That was awful. <laughs> well, now you know a very embarrassing story. <laughs> Sean, your turn. I I honestly don't have any. Like I just um, you've had very normal bathroom experiences. Yeah, well, because like to be honest. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't use the restroom a whole lot in public. Like, I'm, I feel you. I'm uncomfortable. I'm just an uncomfortable person naturally. So like, I'm, I'm pretty good at like going before I leave the house, you know, right when I get home. Like, I, I don't know. I've never had like a bad story and I don't, you know, I don't like eat too much when I go out. Cause like, I, I keep it in the back of my mind that like, I, I don't like to use the restroom when I'm out to like, I don't get snacks at the movie theater because well, first of all, because I don't want to leave the movie during it. But second of all, because like, yeah, I don't like to use the restroom out in public. So like I, I adjust my life around it, I guess is my point. So I've never really had a bad experience. Mm. Well, when I was a, like, I don't know, seven or eight or nine, I was at my grandparents' house, and I had just taken a shower and gotten out of the shower and was drying off. So, of course, I was naked, and I sneezed. And when I sneezed, no. some poop came out. Uh. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing ever. 
and some my grandpa had a shirt hanging there and some of it got on that so i had to tell my grandma like (laughs) i was like i sneezed i don't know what happened i just sneezed and so i got poop on grandpa's shirt and she's like okay then and she just took the shirt away (laughs) yikes but like i don't even know how that happened to this day I'm sure I've got some horrific story like that, but I've just blocked it out. Like I said, I've got a terrible memory. So like whenever somebody's like, what's your worst memory with this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't think about it. Like, (laughs) you know, I'm sure it happened. I'm sure I like, Lord knows I've done some very stupid things. So I'm sure I've done something really dumb. I just like, I, I block it out and I can't really think of it. I don't want it to come across like I'm being all holier than thou. I'm sure I've done some something like this i just i honestly can't remember thou thou show not shit yeah <laughs> i believe that is one of the ten commandments I believe, uh, I believe no uh yeah. wednesday show the only show that does not talk about joker oddly enough oh, uh God. which featured all about crispin glover's interview dude that guy is weird. oh my god yeah I was watching that going, he's weird, right? I think he's, I even typed into our chat, like, he's weird. I'm not just, like, an asshole, right? No, I no, love him. He, he's weird. Yeah, yeah he is it, a character. He's definitely a weirdo. It wasn't the, the uh, it wasn't the, um, the, the interview with, um, uh, you want some milk? You want some milk? Uh, Van Damme. It wasn't that, because that was just, uh, like, who, who are you? Like, like that was, what oh, right. are you? But oh. like, this was like still a normalish. But he's like, you know, I don't want to talk about this. And like five minutes later, he's like, and that asshole that produced the movie, he's a, he killed my family. And I'm like, oh, God. no. And I understand why he was pissed. Like a hundred percent. I know. I'm pissed Me too. too. Like I'm not Me trying too. to make light of the situation. Right. I, just, I was like, man, you know. Uh, I was well, like, wow. Okay. I understand now why he was pissed. I had well, to get I y'all had to explain, explain, I had explain that to her. Yeah, I'm like, wait, why was he mad that he was recast? But I totally get it now. Yeah. Um, and also, the the best part of that whole thing was them asking him who Yanni was and him being yeah. like, well, I don't listen to modern oh music. And God. they're like, it's not that modern. He's no. like, well, I don't listen to anything from like the 20th century. I <laughs> 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 I, like, and he lives in the fucking Czech Republic, goes home yeah. into this massive fucking 20-room manor, and I guess imagine that, like, there is just, like, Mozart playing throughout the house, and he's like, yes, Jeffrey, I had a great time in America. Now, bring me to my study. Like, it's... Uh, what a strange person. <laughs> I and, know. And he moved to the Czech Republic. Yeah, yeah. which is... Like of all the places to move to, that's just that's. Yeah, you I hear mean, of celebrities moving to like France or yeah. you know England or whatever, but Germany. the Czech, the Czech, and it's like, well, I have Czech heritage, but that's not why I moved there. It's like, why, why did you the move fuck there? Bring it up. I don't know, but yeah, he's like purchased land in in two thousand and three, and just like built a studio yeah. out of it, or just like, and he was like. And it was a really good price then. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, did, did you buy it, like, when, when and screw over? <laughs> like, like, were the prices 
really low for some terrible reason and you were like yeah i totally took advantage of that shit I mean, <laughs> but, but then he is then he's broke because he used like the money he got from doing charlie's angels to do one of his oh, movies 100 yeah when he's talking about his movies i'm like I, it's i admire that like what he does for his craft yeah you know? but like all right well fucking i wouldn't do that <laughs> he's like i was nervous the first time but now i just go broke every time i make a movie and i'm like uh because <laughs> i love cinema i love cinema I yeah yeah uh he's, he's an interesting fella he to is. be sure but i have a question did y'all know who yanni was before they started talking about yanni I did because they brought him up before. I swear to God, they've talked about him before. Did they? I swear. I to, don't maybe remember. Like, maybe don't... like back when the show started. But the only reason I knew about them is because, or about Yanni, is because I heard them mention him once. And I have not, like, they haven't mentioned him since. And I have never, like, gotten into his music or anything. But, like, I knew who he was because of the show bringing him up before. Sure. I mean, Christian tells the same story about him not recognizing the painting in his house. Like once a month, so like they forget that they talk about shit on that show. All the like he's told that he's told that story once a month since the show started. He's like, yeah, you know, here's a story. He's like, you know how oblivious I am and how forgetful I am, and he tells the same story about how forgetful he is every month, which is really ironic when you think about it. But like, still. <laughs> hey, Sean, did you know that Christian used to work for Joel Silver? Did I know that? I didn't. I didn't know that. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you guys did, know this, but he used to work with Joseph. Did, did you know that he used to work right for the WWE? He used to write for the WWE? And Wait, did you the rock? Know, yeah, did you know that he used to be a producer on The Bachelor? He was a producer on The Bachelor. I'm out. See you guys. <laughs> He's the best. I love, I love him. him so much. Oh my god. Yes. Like, yeah, I don't think I've told you guys this before. It's like only every day since. And like... I, I doubt y'all noticed this because you're dude. But as many times as he's mentioned the same stuff over and over again, it took him over a year to ever say the name of his youngest daughter. What's the name of his youngest daughter? Maisie. Oh, I guess he'd never. I guess he didn't say. Yeah, because the for the longest time, because he would say Vivian every now and then, talking yeah. about older. And at some point, me just being the person I am, I'm like, okay, so he has two children. They're Vivian and child. Who's, I don't it, know. Doesn't he mention Sadie a lot? Which that's his Sadie? wife. That's his wife. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I know he does repeat a lot of stories. I mean, and does me. He is. Oh yeah, um, uh, one of the cool. See, one of the things right away on the Wednesday show before Kristen Glover came in was Roxy took a sniff of her microphone. She's like, oh, "Oh nope, nope," takes it off and replaces it with another filter just so he doesn't have the. Well, apparently, uh, she doesn't, doesn't have the guests because like, sniff it. This is like, the first okay, time that's courteous, but it was just like you never did that before, so it must have been really sticky that day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So it was just like, okay, the I case think of the sticky microphones who continues on. You have to eat a breath mint. <laughs> Did they ever just... find out who it was? No. Mm. Well, they've never announced who it was. Yeah, Christian they they suspected who it, was. Yeah. who it was. I don't think they figured out who took the shit and left it in the toilet either. Oh, yeah, I've forgotten about that. 
Yeah. yeah more Cody had some great like Pepe Silvia boards going on for a while. Yes, he was he was investigating. Yeah, that was great. <sighs> yeah. Um I honestly didn't remember any of this stuff from Wednesday because Crispin Glover was stuck in my head. <laughs> they okay, so one real quick thing from Wednesday that I just want to correct. Uh, I think it was from Wednesday. They said David Diggs was is going to play Sebastian, and I th- one of them was like he was in Hamilton, and that's that spoken word stuff, right? I hope that doesn't happen. I hope they, you know, because he only does spoken word stuff. I hope he doesn't do that in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Diggs plays David Diggs plays Jefferson in Hamilton, and let me tell you, uh, oh God, um, oh, what's the name of the song that he does? as jefferson uh 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 it is it is what i miss what i miss which is like this jazz song uh david dings could david dings david diggs can sing i and what i miss is maybe one of the best tracks on hamilton so don't you ever disrespect david diggs ever again anyways <laughs> i never even him before they brought him up but i do agree that i am not a fan of lin-manuel miranda's style oh, I love it. of oh. like I, i'm not it's not my thing yeah. but so but so, i mean that's got nothing to do with this actor no and no so it was just the idea that they were like relegating him to just, like he just raps and that means rapping is all that sebastian's gonna do and it's like no he sings a lot on the hamilton soundtrack more than he raps on the hamilton soundtrack so like mm, <laughs> anyways you tell him sean no, so, you tell him <laughs> so i wanted to mention this since uh sean brought i don't know if people know this but there's actually the little mermaid live coming up next month oh yeah i saw a poster for that That's so, like in that live series so later. so it's gonna be their oh, first oh, musical oh, oh. on abc and it, they have queen latifah as ursula Mm-hmm. It's and they have sh- musical. ABC, like, yes, live and stuff. No, yeah. that Greece was Fox, and NBC has a bunch of those. They didn't oh. they do the Sound of Music? That's NBC. Well, fuck. Okay. Is this is ABC's first musical on, and they're going to air it on November twelfth to promote Moana? Disney Plus and be the anniversary for the movie. Is uh, it the girl from Moana? Yes. Yes. <gasps> oh, okay. she's playing. Ariel, yep. Oh, Lily, something. Our yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, and then, uh, since we're talking about Sebastian, Sebastian's gonna be played by Shaggy, the singer. He's Shaggy. Like it wasn't me. Because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh, wasn't me. John, yeah, you that... don't know what we're talking about. No, I'm young. It wasn't me. Um, hang on, I can do it. Uh, banging on the bathroom floor. Picture this weird. No, fuck. How the how the fuck does it start? Um. Hold on. But it's all about his girlfriend, or his his girlfriend caught him having sex with another girl. But his friends are like, just tell her it wasn't you. And he's like, but she saw us like butt naked on the bathroom floor, <laughs> and she saw us like on the kitchen. And all I can, all anybody. Oh. We heard it for a second, Mike. We're gonna get in trouble for this. It's not 
way to monetize it. She never took her eyes off me. Yeah, we get the idea. Yeah, I've never heard of this person. Yeah. Oh my God! How old is he? He's twenty. Oh man, twenty years old. Yeah. Yeah, he's twenty. Can't even drink it. I know, but I, but hey. I, I I can I can go join the military, but I can't. You can. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it is in your state, but in my state, I can something about I can drink if the alcohol is provided by one of my parents or my spouse. Yeah. In, like in states, it's yeah. I think I think Maryland is you can drink at home as long as there's a yeah. Oh, there's a, a a parent around. So if your mommy will buy you some beer, you can drink it. I know. <laughs> Look, I, <laughs> hypothetically, uh, uh, in the history of the world, right, uh, being 21 or being under 21 has not stopped people historically from drinking. Hmm. And we'll I leave don't know it at what that. you're talking about. I don't know. Historically, you know, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I, but historically, being under 21 has never stopped anybody. Yeah. <laughs> But, but uh, that that explains why you don't know that song. But so is Shaggy the one who's singing or the one that's rapping? He was Shaggy. he's the rapper. He's the rapper. He's, he's like, rapper. it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I thought I thought Scooby he's, Doo when he said Shaggy. Well, I know of course you did, you <laughs> dumb skull. He's called me dumb skull, Mike. Mm. Yeah, a little bit. I'm gonna get it on the next episode of End of the Grid. I'm when just gonna he... spend the next episode just flaming you. When he said dumb, I thought he was honestly going to say dumb fuck. <laughs> I got a sense of myself when I said dumb. I was like, oh, I was like skull. Yeah. Well, um, you're, you're at least uncultured. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> you that. uncultured swine. You uncultured yes. swine. You ignorant slut. <laughs> what is. Oh, but yeah. But it's, it's so interesting because he's got that Jamaican accent too. So he's going to be a great Sebastian apparently. But he's just. I don't know how they're going to do it live. I mean, Sebastian's a crab. So he's going to dress like a crab. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe it's like a, a puppet. And then he's just doing the voice <laughs> off camera. What if. What if he's dressed up in a mocap suit like Andy Circus and he's just crawling around on the floor in a mocap suit like Andy? Andy Circus does for his mocap performances. I don't know what Shaggy looks like, but based on his voice, he sounds like a big dude. He is. So, he's got. He's got a. He's got a f- afro. At least he's got like a big poofy afro. So he's. Uh, so I don't know how they're gonna mocap an afro. It's, they wouldn't be able to anyways. I was joking. It, he was joking. <laughs> I want to see that more than I want to see a puppet, though. I know. Just him walking around in the mocap suit. <laughs> Maybe we'll uh, catch it when it's uh, live on ABC uh, next month. So uh, <laughs> we'll pro- report back on that. Speaking of Disney, actually, on Thursday's show, they talked about Onward. I'm not, I'm not going to be prepared for this movie. I, I really think this movie is going to, like, seriously, I think this movie is going to mess with uh, uh, Not to get too uh down and somebody can dig us out of this hole as soon as i dig us into it uh i think i've said in the chat before but in 2017 i lost my dad so like 
when the trailer started and it was like, we can bring him back for one day. I immediately was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this movie. Like Pixar already hits me hard enough. And this one was just like, and hearing the, the director talk about like the story that inspired this, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this movie, but I'm very excited to watch it. Um, I only saw the f- first trailer. I have not seen the more recent one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of with you there. I lost my dad in 2011. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I don't know. Um, I, and certain things I just can't handle. And mm-hmm. I think I'll be able to handle this okay because of the tone of it. Yeah, um, definitely. But, but even things like, like I was, um, just chatting with Jay Wade the other day about what's that movie that the um, CM Punk is going to be in mm-hmm. um, oh. that he was promoting is something the woman on the third floor. Oh, yeah, the woman on yes. the floor. Yeah. yeah, that's the so, one. Yeah, um, I watched the trailer for it, and he was like, you know, oh, it looks awesome. I'm like, look, there's a pregnant lady in this movie, and it's a horror movie. <laughs> that's right. I have to know, like, I need someone to tell me if something happens to the baby before i see this movie because i can't do it like certain stuff just can't handle but um onward seems endearing like yeah i'm definitely gonna see like yeah i'm not i'm not saying like i'm not gonna be able to see the movie but like it's gonna hit you in the feels i I think it's probably gonna hit me pretty hard uh i'm very much looking forward to it though because i love i love pixar so much Mm -hmm. but i didn't realize that was what the movie was about until this new trailer like, yeah. I knew they were going on this big quest. So I was like, onward, my most anticipated movie of next year. It's going to be so fun and exciting. And they're going to be going on a quest. And it's like this cool mythical world. And then they drop that on you. And I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be one of those sad Pixar movies, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or at least, like, uh, bittersweet, I'd, I'd guess. But, um, yeah, so I'm very excited for Onward. So on. Um... Thursday show, one last thing about it. They showed a video of a raccoon attacking someone. Yeah. And and they were watching <laughs> they're watching it and then towards the end of the video, Makuga like freaked out and launched his chair backwards like Oh, oh I missed that. Oh I it's, totally it's a, missed that too. Oh man, it's towards the end of the Thursday show because it's like go go back in and watch the raccoon attack. Makuga gets freaked out when the the raccoon jumps towards the guy in the video. It is he just gets freaked out and like nobody notices. And Riley turns at him. He's like he's he's like noticing and then the corners like he's like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's so I'm funny. Really, I'm really disappointed we haven't heard about the squirrels in Christian's yard in a while. I oh, know. I want to hear that at least. He moved. Oh yeah. Oh but crap! Did you say the squirrels followed him? No. <laughs> I could have sworn he said that when he moved, he was like, "Yeah, the squirrels here now." I <laughs> said that. I hope they're still there. Squirrels don't do that. Well, yeah, no, obviously. I think he meant like there's another set of squirrels there, but he was joking. Like I think it's the same ones. But um, I, I really want them to be the same ones. <laughs> Nothing would make me happier in life. That if the squirrels followed him. <laughs> Have you um, been attacked by an animal or a bug? Um. Well, my dogs attack me every freaking day. Uh, <laughs> but not like mean attack me. Just for some reason, the little one 
runs up to whoever's around and just like throws her front legs and all of her body weight against you. And so she manages to kick my husband in the nuts like a lot. Um, that's pretty good. So that's that's interesting. And um, but like just in general, like a wild animal. Um, I did one time when I was a kid wake up in the middle of the night to a cockroach crawling along my arm <laughs> and I lost, I lost my shit. I screamed so loud. My mom thought I was being killed. Like I came in there and she's like, if you ever scream that loud again and for a bug, I'm going to kill you. Like I thought you were being murdered. Um, and then I slept that night with the lights on and I moved my bed like across my room. I was, I was, I was freaked out. Oh. Uh, so and and I was like terrified of cockroaches, so that was just like my worst fear come true. So, but I've never been attacked by just like a wild animal outside. Yeah, I've never been by attacked by any animal. Uh, I've got a dog. She's very sweet. She wouldn't like. Yeah, she's very sweet. She's never like bit any of us or anything. But I did have a little cousin over one like, <laughs> year or two ago. I had a little cousin over. And he's outside with the dog and with my like little sister and stuff and they're playing and I'm inside talking to dad and he comes running in and he's got blood on his face and he's like, the dog scratched me in the face. And we're like, oh my God, like my dog Lacey's never attacked me. What happened? What happened? He's like, I kicked her. And his dad looks and goes, why the fuck you do that? Are you an idiot? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. My dad's like, yeah, the dog attacked you. You kicked it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, um, but. When you started this story, I thought you were going to say, you said my little cousin came over, and I thought you were going to say, well, you know, no animal has ever attacked me, but my little cousin. <laughs> no, my co- my little cousins, uh, uh, I'm the big cousin, so, and I have t- three younger male cousins, and I'm the, the big one, so uh, I've definitely had, like, a pile-on of, like, three kids just, like, <laughs> on top of me kicking, and I've been attacked by plenty of little kid. Uh, because, because I'm a little kid at heart too, and I'm just like I egg them on because I know that they're gonna. It's it's fun for them, so I'm like I egg them on, and I get attacked, and I've gotten the crap beaten out of me by like an army of like six little kids many a time, but never an animal. Damn, uh, not an animal per se. I mean, okay, I got a couple of stories. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you live on a farm. I bet the cows have like I bet the no, no, cows no. like watch you while you sleep, like. We're gonna get him this time. <laughs> no, okay. So if, you're, if you want, <laughs> if you want to hear about a cow, there, there was one cow. You go in the barn, and the cow will lick you. Like it'll like sneak up and lick your arm or something. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you walk past it, it'll like lick you. It was like, oh, stop it, get out of here. <laughs> but that wasn't an attack per se. Um, no, I was as a kid. I was a dumb one, and I had. Uh, a couple of dogs and then Great Danes. They're just gentle giants. But one of the rules in the house was like, you can't have dogs on the couch. And one of the dogs I had was on the couch. I was like, oh, no, he's breaking the rules on it. He was sleeping. So I went up to say, hey, get off the couch. I spooked him and he bit me in the arm. And I still have scars of his bite mark to this day, actually. But it was like, yeah, I was bleeding, and so I had to like, like wrap it up, and I was like, oh, dummy, don't startle the dog when they're sleeping. Did you say you're a dumb? You were a dumb kid. Yeah. Okay, I guess I thought I heard you say that, but I, <laughs> I wasn't I was sure. A dumb kid. I was a dumb kid. 
I was a dumb kid too. I'm still a dumb kid. Is there ever? I mean, do non-dumb kids exist? I really don't think so. You know, I've never met a smart kid. I've I met mean, smarter kids. I mean, you gotta you gotta live and learn. So yeah, all kids true. are stupid to an extent. True, of course. Of course. Um, and then I got attacked by a couple of bees just randomly, like walking and. Just like I had, I was eating pizza, and all of a sudden, like I got like a little sting. I was like, "Ow, what the fuck? I'm not even doing anything to you guys." And he starts stinging me for no fucking reason. I have been attacked by a bee. Those. I have been not personally attacked by, but we have. The average bee is fine. It's like, oh, take care of the flowers and the honey. Yeah, uh, we've uh, we have seagulls down here, so you don't go near the bee (laughs) with a French fry. Ever. The seagulls will swarm. And if it if the rain is a coming, then the seagulls are more inland, so they hang out in like parking lots and stuff. So you, you never have food when the seagulls are around. Yeah. Oh I'm not gonna lie. I deserved the beast thing I got. Uh oh. I was, I was running around outside and I I I'm ashamed to admit it, but I pulled a hit and run. I was running around the side of the house and I like I ran into a bee and kept going. I should have checked to see if the bee was okay, you know, get their insurance number and stuff, but I didn't. And so I kept <laughs> running. And then when I ran around again and I passed that spot again, the bee saw me and said, I'm gonna get you this time, fucker. And he went and he stung me in the eye. Oh, oh. my god. Yeah, yeah, that Hell was fun. No. But look, I deserved it because I pulled a hit and run. I should have stopped, you know, giving him my my insurance number and stuff, but I didn't. So it's my fault. But like yeah, I went around the house, and when I was coming back around that same time, he was probably, like, you know, calling his family and being like, hey, yeah, no, I got into a car accident, and I'm okay. And then he's like, I saw the fucker that did it! I'm getting him now! And he just, like, you know, he fucking went for it, so. Oh, my God. Well, I uh, the only time I was ever stung by anything like that was a yellow jacket, and I stepped on it. Oh. I felt so stupid, because I'm like, he wasn't even flying around. He was on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> He said, I'm on, the, I'm on the ground. What's wrong with you? Yeah. There's only one way you're going to learn. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, but going on to today's show, I mean, they started early because next week is their Orlando live show. So they're taping. Orlando. Orlando. I love you. I love you, Orlando. <laughs> so, yeah, they're pre-taping for Clyde Live and Jedi Council for next week. Uh, so just that's why they started early, and I then it after it already finished, so I I didn't even realize. Yeah, but then uh, Dorina and Kate are on this one on Friday show, and Dorina was on Thursday show as usual. But this two vaginas, two vaginas again. Hello, <laughs> Kate. Didn't we discuss that you're not allowed to use the V word? <laughs> oh, what? No, what? Really? Ah, comfortable. All right, fine. I won't say it anymore. I promise. I'm allowed to use it. Okay. Okay. Girls can say suck my dick. Guys cannot because then it sounds like a threat. (laughs) Okay. There are. Okay. It's sexist, but it's just how it is. Okay. I will. I will. I promise you I won't anymore. But yes, they were both on there. But Kate was like, I guess, sped there. So she was. Uh, not put together and 
also they that was the day that they kept freaking talking over her like she said so many little like funny things and nobody acknowledged them and christian just kept on a going when so he was sorry go ahead i was just gonna say uh i think he had like a one-track mind today i don't know what was going on i mean he probably did when he when she was just trying to be nice to mark i just it made me feel so good i was like oh she's just trying to tell him that cody doesn't hate him and when cody popped in it was like uh he's like i'm not mad at you mark and mark's like yeah okay bye and i I liked that i thought that was funny but when Whenever they're like, <laughs> Chris was like, you don't ruin bits. And she's like, I, I feel bad. And oh, what, what Makuga did to Kate was just mean. And she sends his long voicemail about how bad she feels. And Makuga's just like, I was laughing really hard, but it was still mean. And Makuga's just like, yeah, you really hurt my feelings. <laughs> like, so- and then she, and he, he I, I did feel a little uncomfortable like he was exposing her on air though. Cause he was like reading this very like personal text message which was like you know i i come on and i feel like sometimes i just like it felt like a very personal message to him and he just read it on air without her saying anything and that made me a little uncomfortable i was like i feel like you shouldn't be just reading this out loud she may have known he was gonna do it though yeah yeah i'm I'm sure like i'm sure she doesn't care and i like it was it was good for the bit because i was laughing really hard but also i was like oh this this is a little uncomfortable uh and what do y'all think happened in 2013 at her job that she now needs a lawyer for or whatever it was? Where does she work? I don't know. I was under the impression that she was a comedian and then, you know, took, you know, took a, a hiatus from all that to be a mom. And I don't know. I, She's never I, mentioned like a, a job beyond that. I don't know. Yeah. Some shit's going down. <laughs> shit's, shit's going down. Let me give you some context on a couple of things Sean dropped on us because uh, Cody was mad at Riley because there was an email oh. sent the night before about today's show and he didn't realize it. It had to come in early. So I was kind of mad at that for that reason. But and, in Riley's defense, he did what he was supposed oh, to do. No one right. else followed 100%. the fucking rules. 100%. Right. And as a rule follower, I hate that. But Cody was saying he wasn't mad. It's just everybody else was lying. Well, yeah, because it was funnier to lie. It was a a bit they were doing. I was just like, I just felt bad because I was like, I don't want Mark to get actually mad at Cody. And they're all just lying about what Cody's saying. And I did feel a little bad. I'm not going to lie. I would have done the same thing Kate did. Did you uh, get mad at something or someone that was ultimately your fault? All the time. <laughs> oh. Um, I, yeah. If if you had to talk to Darren about this, I'm sure he would say that I uh, blame him for things all the time. <laughs> that. Oh, no. This is that whole unreliable narrator. Yeah. Like, full circle. Yeah. Full yeah. circle. All right. You're you're the narrator of your own life, you know, and of course you you frame things in a way that uh, sometimes makes yourself not as culpable as you really were. And, you know, yeah. Uh, I do it constantly to my D&D players. 
I DM in D&D, and I do it constantly to my D&D players. Well, you do over- what in the D&D? I DM. Uh, you direct message? No, uh, uh, oh. Dungeon Master, I, I run it. Like, oh. I run it. I write the story and I run the. Uh, oh, okay. I run it. So, oh. and I will over design fights sometimes that maybe are a little too hard. And my my party that I run will like, they'll be like, man, that was really tough. And like, but you know, we we forgot to do this, we forgot to do that, and you know, it was our fault. And I'm like, yeah, you guys are idiots. And I'm like, I really made that way too hard for them. But I'm like, yeah, you idiots. If you'd just done that. They're like saying things I didn't come up with. They were like, if we'd done this, we would have been fine. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I intended for you guys to do. Oh, my God. Damn. Mike? Then the, ah, well. Yeah, you don't get to just fucking walk away from that. He tried, too. You hear that? He's like, and then, nah. What about you, Mike? No, I don't think I've ever done anything mm-hmm. that I was unreliable mad at. Narrator. Because, because unreliable I'm... narrator. Very unreliable. Unreliable. Uh, also, I'd like to point out that in our notes, you spelled Makuga Magua. Magua. <laughs> Thank you. I did this. Magua? Now I feel. Now, now, now I know. <laughs> Magua. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Thank you for pointing that out because <laughs> I was like in a rush to write that because that because the between Josh and Kate was a thing that it was established when Kate was going to be on our show and she made a joke about a game we're playing that we played on here called Rabbit Fire and she was joking about fuck Mary Push and she brought it up on the show before she came on to our show and it was referring to Josh which Josh was not there. And he was on the phone with them about it and told him about it. And it was like, I want to push Josh Bakuga. And it's like, oh, thanks, Kate. Thanks for that, Kate. And now I was like, wait a minute. They brought it up here again. And it was just like, wow, they actually, they affected it because <laughs> she made a joke. That's cool. That was from so, here. Yeah. Given the cast of Collider Live, who would you fuck Mary kill? Mm-hmm. <laughs> While we're at it. Mike? Uh, 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 to be fair. Okay. You don't have to qualify it. You can just say. There's, 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 for, for, for me, a guy, there's three females that comes on to Glider Live. Glider. Uh, nobody said you have to fuck a girl. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, you know what? Hmm. But who would I kill? But okay, but there's only one good choice for fuck, and it is Darina. Like because she uh, she's a little definitely t- definitely going to be the most fun. <laughs> Just way too kinky for me. My gosh, she she's into all kinds of shit. I'm like ah. Uh, who would, who would I kill? Up. I mean, try anything once. Probably. You know, I, I think I'd kill Darina because I think she'd. I think she'd be happier with that. <laughs> so you're gonna put her out of her misery? Yeah, I think I'm just gonna put her. Become, out of- but she'll haunt you though. She'd be like a oh, ghost okay, demon. Yeah. But she'll be happy. She'll be like, "Hey, this was pretty cool. I'm a ghost now. Thanks." You know, like I feel like that'd be something that she'd totally be for. If she was a ghost. I feel like she'd thank me. Um, marry Mark Ellis because Mark Ellis. Well, and um, 
God, God, honestly, I would marry Makuga and I'm then take the question seriously. And I hope you know that. Uh... Well, I'm marrying Kate for sure. Okay. Okay. Because she's just my favorite. Can I say Ellis? You're gonna so, marry Ellis. Can I? Of course, you can marry Ellis. But is he? Is he? He's not a regular, but mar- no. uh, he's got an open invitation. Yeah, I feel like I'd marry Mark Ellis. It's Ellis. Oh, he's a good second choice to marry. I feel yeah. like he's super chill. Yeah. And you get the house to yourself quite a bit. Exactly. Because he'll be on the road. All right, so hang on. I said I was going to kill Darina. Who did you guys yes. say you were going to kill? I haven't gotten to kill yet. I'm do- oh. I, I, I didn't get that far. Well, you did it the right way. I did it the wrong way. <laughs> well, because, yeah. Cause, well, I, that's because I phrase it as fuck, Mary kill. But you could also phrase it as Mary kill, push, or something I, like that. I don't I know. Just didn't, I just didn't want to start with fuck, so I went with kill first. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I said um, for kill, I, I, I said Darina. And then Mary, Mark I, Ellis. I, I said Mark Ellis. So who so, are you going to fuck? Uh, I think John Roca. You know, I think I think Roca. That's like a passionate what? thing. You know. No, but he's gonna like pull out a hip or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh... <laughs> Good. Good job, Kaylin. Um I'm trying to come up with funny answers. Uh oh. I feel like Roke is a pretty funny answer. It is. Uh, no, Jeff Snyder. <laughs> He's never on live. He's only been on like once, so I'm not gonna do that. That's that's not his scene for sure. Uh, definitely not. <laughs> <They> <laughs> So, Mike, what about you? I haven't, I haven't done kill yet, but Mike, have you done any? Uh, okay, wait, wait a minute. Fuck Mary, kill. Uh, Apparently, you don't want exciting sex, so I, I would fuck, I would fuck Roxy. Okay. Well, who wouldn't? Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's, it's just that, thing. You know. That's a safe answer. Oh, yeah, exactly. I, I'm trying to be safe. What am I supposed? To? And then I was Mary Macuga because like he's a I funny did. guy. I'm a funny guy. I mean, why the fuck not? He's a good guy. Wait, who? Okay, Macuga. He's gonna marry. I wanted to kill Jeff Snyder. He is not a collateral. And how dare you, sir? Um, you need to kill someone else. Yeah, you, you need to kill someone. someone legit. I know who I'm killing. I'm killing Alex. <gasps> <laughs> wow because he doesn't know how to play along with a bit he's like yeah, i don't want to be chips that's fair um like shut the fuck up shut the fuck yeah i'm staying with roca by the way for fuck um i can't think of anybody funnier uh sorry who did you say you would fuck kaylin uh darina darina right, and i'm okay. marrying kate and oh, i'm yes, killing I'm alex all right so all i need from you mike is a kill Yep. And someone legit. Someone actually yeah, it can't in the crew. be Snyder. Mike? Mike, who are you going to kill? Come on. Who are you going to kill? Who are you going to kill? Ghostbuster. 
Mike? Magua? I, 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 I don't want to anymore. <laughs> Weren't you the one that put this in there? But it was a reference to... <laughs> but Kim hey. the one that asked it. Is you did it. You, no. did you won't kill anybody? I... I, I I don't want to be a murderer. Oh my god, you're not really one. Just, no, I said I was gonna kill Dorina. Like, come on. <laughs> Dorina's the best. Like, come on, this isn't real. I don't really want to fuck John Roca. Like, come on. <laughs> Can, maybe I'll kill... <laughs> well, since he's leaving, I'll kill Christian. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was gonna say you might as well kill him because he's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, those are your final answers. You can't change them. Okay. It's been pinned. It's, it's a fact been, now. It's been pinned. It's, Speaking it's, of, it's been documented. Speaking of Christian, our love, someone tried to call him. And it was a courtesy call, and he pranked the hell out of him. Oh, my God. That was, yeah. That was mean, though. Oh, pff. I was, was funny. I was kind of really happy because, like, finally they got someone. Like, because I felt like it was, like, maybe Wednesday or Thursday show. Some people called as well, and they weren't able to get anybody. And finally on Friday, we finally got somebody. It was mean, but, like, there's almost a sense of accomplishment to it and pride. So, like, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. It was, yeah. Um... And then Christian mentioned about uh, a crisis on infinite earths, like Easter egg that's going to be in in there with Michael Keaton and Selena Kyle. I'm so excited for crisis. I'm so I don't even watch the shows anymore. And I'm so excited for crisis. same, same. Uh, it's actually. Go on. Oh, uh, I was going to say, I uh, I'm just excited anytime that uh, Makuka messes up the name. Of crisis on <laughs> yeah, infinite. <Earth>. I know. <laughs> I know. He's like infinity hers. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, always funny. No, I know, uh, I know nothing about though. this. What is like? It, it's just like a massive crossover kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So there are a bunch of CW shows that yeah. are in the universes: Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and now Batwoman. And, and I believe Batwoman is Ruby Rose, right? Yes, and that just premiered, and I watched the first episode. Oh my god, I really liked it. I um, really liked it. Someone asked Roxy during her live stream, "Why is Batwoman a lesbian?" And Roxy's like, "Okay, moving on." Because like, on. how is she supposed to know the answer to that question? Oh my god! But. Pretty much in that like community, the reason that everybody is really excited about this is because uh, ever since season one of The Flash, it's been teased that The Flash in the future disappears during Crisis on Infinite Earths. And so like it's always kind of been building up to this that Flash might die at the, in this event. And in the comics, Flash and Supergirl both die in it. It's like a 30-year-old comic. I'm not, I don't feel bad for saying that. But maybe even 40 years. But um, And at the end of the last crossover, it was implied that the Arrow might die during the, the crossover. So, like, somebody's dying, and we're all really, like, I'm really, I'm really anxious to find out who it is. I think it's going to be the Arrow. I don't think Flash or Supergirl are going to die. But uh, Arrow show ending anyway? Yeah, which is why I think he's going to die. Uh, 
or at least like he'll get like retire he'll retire or something at the end i don't know i don't know if they'll actually kill him but uh but yeah so it's like i don't know the actual story of the the comic that well except i except for knowing that flash and supergirl die and that it's like it's this big event that involves all sorts of different worlds across the multiverse which is why we're getting involvement with like uh tom welling is gonna be in it uh who played obviously he played um clark kent in smallville right uh, brandon routh is playing his superman from superman Return. i don't know if he's playing his superman or if it's a new superman but he's playing superman again uh we saw the reference to um uh, uh michael keaton as batman uh i think there's an a- there's an actress that's going to be in it from the birds of prey show from like the early 2000s yes so like yeah. they're just they're bringing in like all these people from all these different parts of the dc universe and putting it all into this big massive crossover and i honestly really i just i can't wait i can't wait for it oh yeah, it's going to be massive, all right? Nobody's going to care. <laughs> Nobody's going to care. It's probably going to be pretty bad, to be honest, because the CW shows aren't very good. But the premise of it all is very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. So is it going to just be like one one-hour thing? No. Or- it's no. split up into... Di- each show will probably have a crossover episode. I think it starts on one show. It'll start on the next show and the next show, and it'll... It starts in December, actually. I think it's on my birthday, it December eighth. So it's December eighth, and then it goes all the way yeah. till it, it goes yes. to January after the hiatus. Yeah. So Dear it's going to be it's going to be spread across five episodes, so almost like a five-hour event. Uh, Supergirl. Uh, sorry, a video started playing when I was looking at the schedule. Uh, Supergirl is going to happen December eighth. Batwoman's episode is December 9th. The Flash's episode is December tenth. And then they're going on hiatus, and the Arrows episode is on January 14th, and the Legends of Tomorrow episode is also on January 14th. And it'll be a five-over crossover mega event. Yeah. Uh, This is more confusing than the world of Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) And also, if you want to see some cool people, that's the the main cast, pretty much, of the crossover. Uh, But yeah, so like... It's gonna be super exciting. Uh, if you're a DC fan, I think you'll really. I think it'll probably be really cool. But uh, I'm very excited for that. Sean, I've been listening to you this whole time trying to figure out why your voice sounds familiar. You sound just like that. That's oh, what I said. That's what you, I said. Who said I sounded just like JTE? You Someone don't sound did. Like JTE. David no, Bates. I. Oh, David B said that. That's right. David I said he B sounded was like, like you sound like JT. Yeah, I think you have said I sound like that. You sound like that. That's what I said. Uh-huh. He sounds like it's like when I listen to Claire TV time. I'm thinking is. <laughs> I don't. I don't take that. I, I like. I like that. I like Dad's voice. So I know. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I've been sitting here thinking, man, this voice sounds familiar. <laughs> but. Um, well, Thad's a bit of a hothead, apparently, so hopefully you're not quite that, you know. I'm a ginger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Man, that Batwoman suit is so much better than what she wore in the premiere. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, So the last thing uh, amongst all the news that popped up today was the Jungle Cruise trailer from Disney. (laughs) Yeah, what'd you think of that, Caitlin? You're a massive Disney fan, right? 
I am. So I just watched this trailer today and it felt, and I heard them say this today on Car Life, it felt so much like the mummy from the 90s. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, you know, going to go on an adventure and she even kind of is dressed sort of like her, but in different colors. And she even yeah. is on one of those like um, ladders in a library. And yeah. And then she's like, you know, going on an adventure. And she even says like, she's bringing her brother with her. So by Jack Whitehall. Who is um, that? For that? Jack Whitehall. He's a comedian. Uh, he he's is. Whole, he's English. Yes. 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 I've seen okay. him. Yes. I know who that is. Um, yeah. I'm so proud of myself. And um, <laughs> so that's uh, that I was getting serious vibes, which that's one of my favorite movies. So I'm totally cool with that. Um, yeah. I think it'll be a nice like family kind of movie. And mm-hmm. I think we need some of those. Like everything is, uh, I mean, Disney does a good job of making some animated movies that aren't just for kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but, we don't get a lot of live action stuff that is completely family friendly as Joker demonstrated to us. <laughs> yeah, um, so I love it when we have stuff like that, that you can watch with, with your family, you know? So I'm yeah. excited. I, I've never seen those mummy movies, so I got more of an, <gasps> joke, but yeah, <laughs> those movies are well, awful anyways. Well, I'm not. My, mind uh, you, no, mind no. you, the, oh. think about, wait, wait, wait. The Mummy came out in 1999. Was born. It came out in May. Wait, did it go up against the Phantom Menace? Yeah, May I believe 4th, so. 1999. When did Phantom Menace come out? Definitely uh, the far superior movie of the two would be The I'm Mummy. Sh- I'm sure. <laughs> May 19th is when Phantom Menace uh, came out. So it didn't go uh, up directly. Uh, but uh, look, it's Mummy. No, they are very good. The first one's excellent the second one is still very good but then like don't watch the scorpion king or anything after that because don't then they make a couple more after that but watch the mummy you need to go watch the mummy it is so good and it's like fun but still kind of takes itself seriously and i love oh uh uh what's her name um the actress and Brendan Fraser has never been better. And oh, he's really good in Doom Patrol on DC. I've never seen that. Yeah. So I, don't blame you. Um, but I actually Rachel heard Weiss? that Rachel wait, Weiss is in this. Yes. Yes. That's She's her. Evie. What? Yep. Yes. I She's like Rachel Weiss. Character. You need to watch this movie. It is fabulous, Sean. Watch that movie. Watch movie. I'm not going to lie. You know how long it took me to watch John Wick? So I don't know, but you need to watch this movie. I did watch John Wick, by the way, Mike. Good for you. Just the I first have, one. I, I know you not, ragged on me that I hadn't. I haven't seen any of them, but I hear a dog die, so I'm not, I'm not keen to it's watch real. that. <laughs> don't tell me. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Mike was giving me shit when all this started because I hadn't seen John Wick. So I just want you to know, Mike, I finally watched John Wick. I, I haven't seen the second me. or third one yet. I think you I told know. me when you actually initially yeah. saw it. So Look, I don't fucking remember what I do and don't do. You you need to watch more movies. <laughs> you know how long, like, I just watched Brick by Ryan Johnson. The uh, That movie was fantastic. That came out like 2005. I just watched it for the first time. Uh, uh, 
I'd never seen that. Yeah, look, I, look, I was born in '99. All right. I know. I don't fucking know old movies. I've never seen The Godfather. Have you mm. ever seen When Harry Met Sally? No, I haven't. What the seen fuck? That. I haven't seen <laughs> the translation. I've seen The Breakfast Club. Uh, Good. Seen, uh, uh, I don't know. I I can't remember Back to the Future Part Three, but I don't need to. to <laughs> terrible. So. No, how dare you, sir? It's an awful. It's the movie. best Western. Oh my god! It's not even the best Back to the Future movie. Mm. Let alone the best Western. God, get out. You know what? That awful Magnificent Seven remake that came out with Chris Pratt is a better Western than Back to the Future Part Three. All right, get the fuck out. You know what's a better Western than Back to the Future Part Three? Anything. Star Wars is a better Western than Back to the Future Part Three. It's not even a goddamn Western. It's kind of a space western all right no listen i <laughs> you're defeating my point the mummy is a better western than <laughs> back to the future part three there's actually quite a bit of like the breakfast club is a better end. western <laughs> than back to the future part three all right oh oh man okay um any final thoughts about this week at collider live too many farts um no, just lots of farting. <laughs> that is it for After Live, the unofficial Clyder Live after show. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Kaylin, where can people can find you? They can find me on Twitter at KaylinRose715. That's K-A-L-Y-N-R-O-S-E 715. Great, great. Sean, where can people can find you? You can find me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. Or... You guys can listen to the podcast Mike and I do called uh, uh, Into the Grid. Uh, and it, that is at Go Into the Grid on Twitter. We are watching and recapping every episode of Power Rangers Dino Thunder. And um, it's, it's too much. It's too much. Why? Why do they use tennis balls to defeat a monster, Mike? Why? Why was it tennis balls? I don't know. That was a good episode. <laughs> But no, it was it wasn't. It wasn't, all right. I liked it, okay then. They used tennis balls, Mike. Tennis balls. Anyways, um Anyways, yes. Um you can follow me at Mike Mixtape on Twitter. Follow me there. And uh let's not forget about our, our dear network here at Merc with a movie blog. You can follow that on the website at ww.merkwithmovieblog.com, Twitter and Instagram at movieblogmerk. Facebook and YouTube at Merc with the Movie Blog. This podcast in particular is on Anchor and it's on any of your listening platforms that you listen podcasts on. So if you're listening elsewhere, thank you for doing that. And uh, Anchor, by the way, Anchor. If you guys want to send any voice messages to us and you want us to reply to them on the show, uh, do that. Only on Anchor. We would love to hear your feedback on Afterlife, whether it's uh, Talking Schmodown. Please do so. And uh, that would be the show. We'll see you guys next time as we cover Collider Live. Bye. 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 Magua. Higua. <laughs>